What's up, y'all? It's Pete Dangerous with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Let's talk about the game, shall we? The Lakers got fisted by only nine points, so I guess they only maybe got a finger up there. From the gate, there was no fucking... And I thought I was watching the Lakers of old. You know, the Lakers that everybody trolled and said suck before LeBron got there. Respectful. There was hardly any defense, barely any offense. Pretty much looked like a 40-year-old playing a big bar when Robert Parrish made him look fucking stupid in the 1985 Finals. The St. Memorial Day Massacre. That's how AD looked. And honestly, they never held a lead during this game. And I'm shocked they only lost by fucking nine points. Because the way they played, you would have thought they would have lost by more than nine points. And we all know that he had to do his usual dramatics. But the only thing that I have to say about that is, get up, bitch. Get your ass up. If you can twerk and pop ass when you win, and you supposedly have a sore ankle, get your ass up. And have some killer instinct like you did in the last game. Of course, I didn't talk about this game, but of course, they won against the Golden State Warriors thanks to a three by Lahim. This is after he was quote unquote blinded with an eye patch because Draymond, Draymond Green poked him in the eye. He got a three, they won the game. They get to game one against the Phoenix Suns and they lose. I'm not the type to actually sleep on anybody else's talent because the Suns have some pretty damn good players otherwise they wouldn't be in the playoffs after lottery picks after lottery picks the Suns do what they had to do to build a contending team and for that I respect it but the Lakers I know exactly what y'all went through to get to where you are and the key pieces that helped you get that championship last year are nowhere in sight and y'all have been more inconsistent than you ever have been because the Lakers last year were a number one seed, and they locked in the number one seed. This team barely got into the damn playoffs in the seventh seed because they would win such and such in a row, they would lose a good amount in a row, then go back to winning and losing. So, like I said, this team is obviously very different from last year's, but since the King is there, they're expected to be number one all the fucking time. And as y'all know, B. Dangerous doesn't give passes. B. Dangerous doesn't give excuses. And y'all control and key, key, key about the Lakers in your own time. But when you step here, you already know. You can't troll shit here. Because I can give you exactly what you would give the Lakers and then some. Because I'm not the type of fan to coddle nobody. I refuse, absolutely refuse, to watch the Lakers get bodied. And not say anything about it. You saw the game just like I seen the game. So fuck what y'all got to say talking about, oh, it's just game one. Fuck the it's only game one bullshit. A loss is a loss. Whether it's a regular season game. Whether it's a preseason game. Whether it's a playoff game, just like this one was. A loss is a loss. And as a collective, you lose and as a win. And as a... Ugh, damn. And when you win, you win as a collective. But when you lose, I will have absolutely no remorse because no one else has remorse for you. So what do they have to do in game two? Oh, I don't know. Play defense. Actually, be consistent on, on 
on offense and defense, and that goes for the bench as well, because the bench on the Lakers are pretty damn good as well. The bench normally doesn't get as much credit as they should, but people are saying the Lakers are in trouble. Please remember that I don't fear no loss. I can stand my ass in the loss, just like I can stand my ass in the win, and I can tell you what happened in they win, just as well as I can tell you what happened in the loss. And one of the Suns players got ejected. It's going to be that type of ball where things are going to be oh, oh. That if anybody touches the king, hell, they don't even have to touch him for real. They can literally tap his ass, and he'll act like he just got hit by a live grenade. He'll act like he got shot. And the craziest thing is, people will call me, oh, you a hater, blah, 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 but then when the shit happens, those same people are ghosts. Those same exact people are ghosts. They're quiet. Everybody knows LeBron is a damn drama queen. There's too much evidence out there that shows it. And whenever his team is losing, the dramatics will come flaring out. He'll bleed. He'll cry. He'll cramp up. Anything to garner sympathy and say, oh, LeBron is hurt. But when he's winning, he talks shit. He flexes. He, he flexes. He struts. He shakes his shimmy. It's all good when you win, but then when you face with some sort of adversity, you better step your ass up. That dramatic shit is not going to cut it. You flailing all over the fucking court isn't going to help it. Like, you make Vladi Divox look like, let's see, Moses Malone when it comes to toughness. Because for somebody that is the perfect physical specimen, you sure do, you sure do go down faster than a $5 hoe when you get hit. But bottom line, the Lakers lost game one. Yes, the fuck they did. They lost game one. And game two, you better fucking win. And if they don't, you guys will hear me right here. I really didn't want to talk too much about other things. So I'm like, the game is on today. I knew I was going to have to address the game against Golden State versus the, in this episode. So I did that. And I'm going to see what's up on Facebook, Twitter, and all that other shit. You guys, thank you again for your support. Keep running up the listens to Dangerous Sports Talk. I love you guys so very much. And you guys have a good one. And fuck the Lakers.